Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. We are talking about smart home security, what steps you should be taking to make sure that all those devices in your house are secure, and whether or not you're comfortable with it. Today, I have PC and Macworld's Mike Simon. Stick around. All right, Mike. Thank you so much for coming in. Now, you are a smart home device user. I am. L- dare I say lover? <laughs> you, 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 can, you can call me that. that, that that's accurate. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about what's been going on lately in the news about ring cameras. They're sort of, I almost feel like, the the hallmark smart yeah. home device. They're the video doorbell cameras. Mm-hmm. You ring the doorbell, you get you get an alert. Someone's at your door. It's, you know, your friend or your neighbor or someone delivering a package. Yeah, they're, they're kind of the poster child yeah. of all this because they're affordable and they're, you know, somewhat ubiquitous. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they've, they've kind of caught on quicker than the Nest cameras because they were, you know, cheap, yeah. relatively cheap. Are ring cameras much significantly more cheaper than Nest cameras? Yeah, the um, like especially since Amazon bought them, like there's there's, gotcha. there's, there's yeah, often yeah. sales, and you mm-hmm. know they're 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 more affordable. Their service packages are more affordable, all that stuff, and they're good. You know, they're HD, and they're you know they're not mm-hmm. you're not really sacrificing quality for the price. Yeah, Mike and I are on opposite sides of the spectrum when it comes to smart <laughs> devices. I have, I have every every smart <laughs> I've got gadget nothing. I can buy. I buy. Um, but I can open my garage door right now if you'd like me to. <laughs> <laughs> but with all of that, obviously, with widespread use comes it becomes a really attractive target to be. Of course. Um, for security flaws and security vulnerabilities. And with that have been a whole slew of hackers taking over cameras, coming over microphones. To... A slew of them, but there are there are some As, reports. If there let's, have been... Let's keep it, let's keep it friendly. That's true, that's true, <laughs> fine. Not, so, but... There was one, the, the, the one that started this all okay. was that poor little girl in her bedroom. So she was like six or seven years old. And her parents had a ring camera in her room, like kind of like a baby cam. Mm-hmm. So somebody somewhere was able to hack. I use the word hack loosely, but for lack of a better term, I'll explain later what that means. Yeah. But I'll say hack. Mm-hmm. Hack into their account, use the two-way microphone to speak to this girl Yeah. and say, you know, pretty awful things yeah. to her and try to get her to do things and you know thankfully she was mature enough and smart enough to say hey what are you who is this person and call her parents yeah that blew up it was mm-hmm. all over the news all it, it, went, it went viral as you know you, it probably should yes yeah. now ring took a massive hit for that mm-hmm. not entirely fair why because so what happened there was somebody logged into let's say the website or an app mm-hmm. using this person's credentials that they got from somewhere they say the dark web i don't know where people get these passwords and users from but but it, it happens it's a common thing when yeah when a new um streaming service launches like disney yeah. plus for example or yeah, apple yeah. tv plus people will use other people's emails to get access because they they buy them they try them and they work. Why? Because people don't use different passwords. Yeah, it's That's a sort of situation one. where there's a big data breach and then there becomes a, a, right. a database of e- username or emails and passwords. And, and you if can you're... use them for everything because yeah. people aren't aren't changing their yeah. passwords or even using different ones. That's why we've got to yeah, use different passwords. Right. So that, that's the number one thing. Number two, Ring offers two-factor authentication, which these people didn't have on. Mm-hmm. 
Now it's mandatory. Yeah, that's what I was going to get into. Yeah. But what two-factor authentication is for people who don't know is when you log in to a device for the first time or or a website, Mm -hmm. you get a code. Yeah. To your phone or to your email or to an app or to a a security key or whatever you're using. Mm -hmm. It's different for everything. Ring only allows phone and email, which is unfortunate, but hopefully that'll get stronger. So if I were to log in on your computer, for example, because I've never used it before, Mm -hmm. Ring would say... You can't get into this account. First, I got to have the password right. Right. Once I have the password correctly, it sends me a code to mm-hmm. my phone. I have it set up for my uh, SMS. It's a text message. Yeah, sure. And if I don't enter that code, I can't get into my account. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to get into my Ring account to mess with me, you can't because you don't have that code. Yes. That's what two-factor authentication is. The problem is it was optional. Gotcha. And most people... Ninety-five percent, I'll even say. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have these figures. I'm going to yes. say most people, including people I work with, don't turn two-factor authentication on, even though we write articles telling everyone to do it. <laughs> we don't have it. I, I have it turned on for all my accounts because of this reason. I'm, I'm not yeah, paranoid enough too. where I, you know, I trust that I have these things in my account, and maybe Alexa's listening to me all the time. I don't know, but I will take whatever security steps I'm offered. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use them yeah. to protect myself. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't necessarily a slew, but it was sort of, certainly a pattern of this is how people got access yes. to these ring devices. And that was the pattern. The pattern was consistently mm-hmm. people were using these username and passwords to get into accounts. Yes. And it's, you know, it's it's slightly unfair to ring to get branded as a as a security risk. They mm-hmm. weren't hacked. They were never hacked. Mm-hmm. Ring's servers were fine. They never you know, no one, no one, there was yeah. no database of Ring servers, uh, of Ring users floating around the internet like happened. That, that happens often. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. What happened was these people didn't have the best security Ring offers. They also didn't have the best security that, you know, IT experts offer. And they, <laughs> they so it was an old password, an old username, and yeah. somebody was able to get in. Why these people were targeted, I don't know. Maybe they knew the person. Maybe the who, maybe it was random. I don't yeah, know. Easy I don't targets. Know. Yeah, easy targets. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. And I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not blaming these people. You know, they, no. this is what people do. You know, you, you, we we're not taught enough as consumers when we buy something, the risks and the protections. Sure, sure. I was talking to my brother. My brother is a is a lawyer in New York City, and he we were talking about um, some some account that he got into, and I said, "Oh, do you know your parents?" He goes, "Oh, yeah, I use the same password for everything." I'm like. Dude, no. like you got it. Like get a password manager. I have, I don't know, last time I checked, almost 200 different passwords in my password manager and yeah. I don't know them all. Yeah. and that's... But I have them all. So I just, I log in with my fingerprint and I can look for it, find it. Does it take an extra five or 10 seconds? Yes. Yeah. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Yeah. It may sound counterintuitive to not all yeah. know all of your passwords, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. And most password managers are, you know, they, it's a small fee. Mm-hmm. There are some free ones. I would recommend paying for one because they're, you know, the you're, you're going to get the better security, the better updates, the better support. But you know what it does is it stores all of your passwords in an encrypted locker that only you can get into with either a passcode or a biometric on your phone, a fingerprint mm-hmm. or something, and they're, they're stored, they're locked, yeah, and they're on all your devices. When you get a new phone, that's the first thing I set up. 
is, mm-hmm. is I, I use one password. First app I set up on every new phone I use, which are a lot of them, <laughs> is that one. So I have them all and I can, you know, yeah. as I need an app, it's there. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit now about what the guidance should be when you have all of these IoT smart home devices in your home, which can be in many ways really appealing, really helpful. I mean, you can obviously speak to the benefits of them. Like you said, you can open your garage door right now. Um, but it's just because you have all these devices in your home doesn't mean that you're automatically going to get hacked, exploited, maybe. Most people won't. Yes, but you want to make sure that you're taking these important steps. So, And I think that I imagine that that'll become hopefully maybe more of a pattern with the, um, you know, when you have the doorbells or you have the, I mean, I think this is also a ring feature, the floodlights and Mm -hmm. anything that is linked up to the internet should have these added security steps. Yeah, well, there's... The, the the main thing you want to do is obviously put a, uh, a, a WPA on your router. So okay. you, want, you want a password so people can't drive by your home and log into your router and get access to your home network. Sure. That's number one. Okay. That's fairly common at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, most ISPs force you to do it. You yeah. Know, your cable company or whatever. They, when, you, when you sign up for the service, they make you do a password. And you can oh, turn yeah. it off, but most people aren't going to do that. So that's number one. Number two is the biometrics on your device on your phone okay so if somebody's you know you lose your phone or somebody takes your phone they can't just go you know logging into your smart home devices yeah uh, i'm sorry your smart home apps and your devices and the other one is whatever security is offered use it go mm-hmm. into the settings um, of you know whatever whether it's nest or amazon or um ring mm-hmm. and and click Click those boxes. Yeah. Click uh, biometric, click 2FA, click whatever you need to click to turn them on. Yeah. Because they're important. Now, the other thing is privacy. Those are two different things. Yes. So this is this, this is all security. These are things that you can do. Privacy, now Ring, can be blamed <laughs> because they've they've done some not so great things with privacy. By, the, by privacy, I mean selling your information yes. to third-party yeah, data. Mostly advertisers mm-hmm. for you know marketing use. They say yeah, that's in those lengthy privacy notices that you just click and yeah. I click them too. No one reads. No one reads them. They generally say that we have the the right to sell your your blah 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 to third party blah 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 whatever it is whatever the language is. Ring wasn't really disclosing that so well. Yeah. So uh, a month ago, I want to say, um, they were. Uh, particularly their Android app was called out for uh, for, for having trackers yeah. built into it. Yeah. Which means that, you know, like there were third-party places that were kind of looking at your account and taking bits of it and sending it here and sending it there. Ring has stopped all that, mm-hmm. thankfully. Yeah. And they say they're going to be updating uh, in the next couple of months their, their policy and adding uh, uh, do not track uh, whatever toggles or checkboxes or whatever it is to their app, which is also getting better because they added a new control center that kind of puts all this stuff front and center. Mm-hmm. So Ring has gone from kind of being the the bruised and battered part of this to really kind of leading the way. All right, and and saying you know listen, all right, some of it's not our fault, some of it is our fault. Yeah, but we are going to take the steps necessary to. Make sure that you're protected going forward. Is it perfect? No. Are they still going to get criticized? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how that privacy stuff works and how it rolls out and when it rolls out and all that other stuff. But I'm 
confident in the company and the product that they're at least working and moving in the right direction to restore faith and to restore trust in their devices, which is important in this, you know, when you're putting cameras in your home, you yeah. want to trust the company oh, that's exactly. behind Oh, exactly. That's, and know. that's what I was just about to let everyone know. It's if you want to have these items in your home, yeah, there's only, you can probably do a lot to make sure that these devices remain secure, like you said, multi-factor, two-factor, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. But you also need to make sure that you're understanding what what sort of price you're paying or what that's the best yeah, way I can describe you're, it. You're inherently giving up exactly. some, some yeah. of your The liberties. price that you're paying, <laughs> what you're losing for this convenience. And if that's a worthy a worthy exchange, then that's right. a worthy and exchange for you. We could argue about that for four hours. Exactly. I'll never convince you. You'll never convince me. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. Yeah. So I, that's about it. Use different passwords, yes. multi-factor, and yes. make sure that you know what you're getting into. Yeah, All right. That's 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 it in a, in a nutshell. <laughs> and you know, I I think it's convenient and awesome, and she thinks it's horrible, and I'm a, I'm a monster. Sure. And maybe not, you know, <laughs> that's that's a stretch. It's a stretch, but I don't think I'll be having a ring doorbell anytime soon. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments about IoT security, ring security, and I want to know whose side you are on. If you have a ton of devices in your house like Mike, let us know. If you have nothing like I do, also let us know. Thanks again for watching, and we'll see you next time.